You're listening to Door to the District from Glasgow City Innovation District. From space and quantum applications to cutting-edge financial and health technology, this series is all about the collaboration, entrepreneurship and world-class research housed here in the city and making an impact around the world. Each episode, we take a peek behind some of the many varied district doors, finding out how people work, innovate and grow. And in this episode, we investigate how the district develops networks of innovation. Innovation is something that is relevant for everybody. And the circular economy and changing different business models represents really good examples of how you can pivot as a business to tackle climate, make more money, save money, develop new markets and so on. How organisations work together to find solutions, share knowledge and make the best use of resources. It brings access to a national network of expertise and also kind of talent. These organisations are set up to nurture and accelerate the growth. And how partnerships nurture talent and create innovation. I've learned a lot over the years. I've had the opportunity to work with Scottish Enterprise and Business Gateway and other organisations. It's been very challenging. It's been very rewarding at the same time and it's fantastic to see product created by myself now being sold online by organisations like Diabetes UK. You're listening to Door to the District and I'm your host Katrina Shearer. Thanks for joining us and welcome to the fourth episode of this series from Glasgow City Innovation District. In this episode we take a peek behind another district door and it's one that brings together the clusters and industry sectors housed here. If you caught our earlier episodes, shows that you can find on our podcast feed, you'll have heard some of the hugely encouraging reports and success stories from the district's residents and partners. How endeavours to link industry, government and academia is making a difference for companies both large and small. But we've only just scratched the surface when it comes to the full breadth and depth of the work happening here at Glasgow City Innovation District. So in this episode, we're taking stock of the unique ingredients that combine to make the district home to one of the UK's most prominent ecosystems. The innovation ecosystem, to be precise, could be seen as the district's magic sauce, its framework upon which successful outcomes can arise. But what exactly is an innovation ecosystem? In a time-honoured tradition, when a new term gets discussed – Our first job is to wrap our heads around it, understanding what it really means before we dive deeper. And we'll do that with the help of our first guest, Glasgow City Innovation District Project Director, Alistair Gunn. So Innovation Ecosystem is essentially the kind of programme of support, supporting the growth of businesses and talent and also industry in their their own kind of development and growth. So essentially the innovation ecosystem is that kind of core, that operating system for the growth of the district's um, economy. Thinking of an innovation ecosystem as an operating system is revealing and useful. Our computers, phones, tablets and TVs, in fact many modern electronic devices, won't perform without them. They're the essential foundation that gets hardware and software to work together, facilitating communication and participation between separate parts and systems. 
It's an analogy that also works well with the views of Alison McRae, our second guest and senior director at Glasgow Chamber of Commerce. Well, ecosystems have many different actors taking part for them to work effectively. And and I think Glasgow has a very rich skills base in terms of academic partners, in terms of universities and colleges. So higher and further education, moving from school, all of which is a really fundamental component part. The enterprise culture is a really important part. So the startups and scale-ups, incubators, um, accelerators that we're talking about, access to finance, also access to venture capitalists in the market in that respect, with business angels, government funding. And then that kind of dynamic, active market square, virtual and physical kind of thing that you naturally start to develop when you have all those actors in the room are really, really important to have that innovation end point unlocked. But actually for the whole city to work effectively in an innovation ecosystem, it does require all the other different actors to be able to innovate as well. So it's wider innovation across supply chains, across different sectors, different sectors working together where you might not experience them. And I think climate is actually a really good example of that, where if you look at the circular economy, you'll have various products that might be waste to one sector, but that could be a huge asset to another sector. And then some of the technological innovations can be brought in to turn that into a really high value added product. So lots of unexpected innovations that can come from those different um, actors working together in unexpected ways. Setting up an operating system, the ecosystem, to help the city's many actors is fundamental to the work of Alistair and Alison. And they're able to build on the foundations of Scotland's historic achievements, achievements that record a legacy of innovation dating back hundreds of years. Well, yes, Scotland has got a, an incredible history in terms of the Enlightenment and, and Glasgow in particular. And, and many of the great inventions of the modern world actually emerged from Glasgow. So the likes of the TV with John Logie Bear, James Watt and the steam engine, Joseph Lister and antiseptic and James Goodfellow with the cash machine, just to name a few, some of which will be more familiar to you than others. In terms of how that history is developed, I think Glasgow's got a, a particular character as a city. There's always just been an appetite to be disruptive and be very creative. And I think when you've got those different elements of character and qualities across all the members of the city and the participants and community stakeholders in the city, it naturally allows business startup to become a kind of natural thing that happens. And also innovation within larger companies as well, because you have that kind of cross-pollination of ideas going on because you've got clusters of businesses working together. And there's absolutely no question that the, the wealth of academic presence in the city absolutely helps that. So you see lots of fantastic startups coming out of the universities and that's something that the city is very much trying to focus on just now. So we were obviously working with Glasgow City Innovation District specifically on that and our chief execs on the board. Um, we're really keen to see how our business community can help with supply chain and how supply chains work together within what I would call pure innovation at an academic level and how that manifests itself when it comes out into the wider business community. So a lot of that is about the role that we would play in the city as a convener, bringing businesses together, bringing academic partners and businesses together and helping with a leadership role in that space. Bringing people and organisations together and creating areas for co-location offers small firms and startups an opportunity to grow. 
And Glasgow City Innovation District is one of only a handful of locations in the entire UK where carefully cultivated, world-leading ecosystems have taken root. So environment is a key ingredient of an innovation ecosystem, and it's also where we'll start as we list some of the ingredients of the district's secret sauce. We can start briefly with the centres of knowledge, research and excellence. With access to four UK catapult centres, those being offshore renewable energy, satellite applications, connected places and high-value manufacturing, there's an abundance of resources available at the district. There's also four Scottish Government-funded innovation centres, as well as the Scotland 5G centre and the UK's only Fraunhofer centre in applied photonics focused on quantum, a centre we'll learn more about in the coming episode. These are all valuable and much sought-after resources for companies and talent. And as Alistair says, opportunities are not solely provided by these established pathways to support, but also from spontaneous and timely connections. Benefits, so the benefits are co-location, Beside an anchor organisation or institution like university, you then get access to um, a whole series of organisations who are supporting um, the development of technology and an innovation applied into industry. The industry expertise has been growing, particularly when it comes to digital. And that includes health technology, a sector we heard about in our last podcast. When it comes to the innovation ecosystem in health and care, startups, talent and established companies can also find assistance at the Digital Health and Care Innovation Centre. At the centre, there's recognition too that the environment at the district is a fundamental part of the ecosystem. In fact, the centre's head of communications, Grant Riley, says Scotland is a great location for work in the sector. Scotland has a great opportunity for anybody that chooses to come and locate in it, as well as being a fantastic country to live in. We have a great infrastructure. We're small enough. We have different communities, so we can have remote communities. We have busy cities. We have small towns, which basically cover all environments that digital health and care solutions have to cover, and we can do it within a, a small land space that allows us to evaluate those when we're doing trial projects. We have the network of organisations that are here to support you. So we have the Glasgow City Innovation District where we are based, which is full of companies that offer digital solutions. We have a great network and great opportunities to, to work with other companies. We have the university sectors and college sectors, which are providing our next generation of workforces and, and we are working with them on the whole upskilling agenda and how to develop the, the citizens of tomorrow and the skills that we need to be able to upskill and train the health and care and professional colleagues who actually will be using them on a day-to-day basis. So there is lots of opportunity in, in that. I think Scotland itself, I think, is becoming quite strong for health, our digital health and care companies and the people of Scotland are always welcoming, which creates a great opportunity for people to come in. Alongside the environment, there's also a need for investment, something that's essential to any venture when it comes to growth. And not only is it a key ingredient of the district's innovation ecosystem, it's also an integral part of plans for the future. While angel investors and private equity deals are important and prized, Alison says securing investment's also about ensuring essential infrastructures in place. A couple of elements are really important in you know, bringing investment into the city, one of which is connectivity. 
Um, and the airport is a really important part of that. Many airports globally are also still suffering from pandemic implications, um, and, and that's been hard. So we've been working in partnership with the airport to support their recovery, um, and they have been doing that with great vigour, as well as addressing in a very ambitious way, actually, the climate challenge, I have to say. Glasgow Airport's been superb in that. The other element would be skills um, in terms of investment is a really important priority. And Glasgow ranks in the top 10% of regions in Europe for the proportion of working age adults with at least a degree level qualification. So we have a really high asset base there in terms of skilled labour, and that's a really important part of our investment pitch. I think the other thing that's really important is our city centre and the vibrancy of the city centre. It is the economic powerhouse. Ultimately, it's where the jobs land. It's where we have all those assets. But also the experience, the music, the culture and making it an affordable and accessible city. So transport and accessibility generally is very important. Uh, it's also good to remember we've got this world leading group of higher education and further education institutions. But it also includes the Glasgow School of Art and the Royal Conservatoire. And we've got key areas where we're leading, really leading in terms of space. Many people don't know that about Glasgow, but we are leading in space, quantum technology and fintech. And I think when you start to present that as a package, that becomes very attractive in terms of an investment proposition. We have a place and plans for investment, not only in buildings and infrastructure, but also in talent. As the right people with the right experience can really make a difference when it comes to getting new businesses off the ground or to help firms scale up. That's especially true when it comes to tech-focused organisations. One of the things which um, a lot of early stage um, startup and scale-up companies are challenged with if they're involved in developing more IP-related um, um, technology or what we kind of call deep tech, the amount of investment they require to, to be able to develop that can be quite intensive, um, but also requires a kind of wider and deeper level of expertise that, they, that these businesses don't necessarily have. So these organisations who are all in part of um, the Glasgow City Innovation District's ecosystem can help um, you know, early stage businesses to access a wide range of talent to help them develop their, their products. With environment, investment and talent on our shopping list for an innovation ecosystem, next we'll need to ensure we add collaboration. All of our guests have already touched upon the importance of partnerships. It's an essential component, one that's baked into the ethos of the district. Partnerships are really going to be key, I think. And I mean, at the end of the day, the word collaboration is thrown about a lot, but actually it's it's so important and, and, and true partnerships will be key to that. I think at the end of the day, it will be the kind of multiplicity element of, you know, how do you have all these different factors coming in in an organised way at times where it's relevant rather than everybody working in isolation. So we've got all these amazing key assets that are being developed at the moment from the Met Tower. We've got the tech site. We've got new developments in terms of the Innovation Accelerator work, tech scaler work. And then we've got Barclays, you know, the, the site of, of Barclays Bank now in the city, which is not in the innovation district, but it is a key element to the city's ecosystem and their Eagle Lab will be really important for that. And also starting at the basics in education, I think will be really important. So school and how entrepreneurship generally is woven through that school culture and 
presented as a real opportunity for young people to come out into the kind of jobs that are going to be emerging. And we don't know what they are yet because they're going to be changing in the next five to 10 years. But having that kind of attitude and a uh, softer skills coming through the school system will be really important. With all of the established assets in the city, as Alison mentioned, creating solutions, furthering growth and planning for the future requires a real commitment to collaboration. That commitment's also an objective for grants organisation, where they are focused on growing the district and supporting talent and organisations using partnerships. We are based in the Innovo building, which is in the heart of Glasgow City Innovation District. Through our networks, our international reach, we are keen to support the growth and development of the GCID and we want to help attract inward investment into Glasgow, into Scotland, particularly in the digital health and care sector, because that's that's where we see a big area of growth. A lot of the organisations we're now looking to work with and businesses are not necessarily digital health and care companies. It could be other digital companies that have digital solutions. It could be transferred across and actually work in our sector, but it's maybe not been done before. The collaborative pathways, it seems, are many and varied. From formal, like the examples we've heard about, to the informal. A welcoming hello or an introduction at a networking event can be the start of a new venture or a new stage of growth. We reached out and connected with um, an organisation called Turing Fest, who helped to hold two of their kind of community events, the Founders event and also their startup meetup. And that led to the Glasgow Tech Meetup being created and run out of the the district. But what that did was that created a marketplace where talent from all businesses within Glasgow could come together and um, share their expertise and their insights on the development of new digital technology products, which has been kind of very, very valuable. Another kind of final one is with a company called And Digital. Um, last year, And Digital um, decided to set up one of the new studios within the district, and um, we reached out to, to them as well, having recognised that they were coming to the, the district. And off the back of that, that partnership, engaging with them, we've been able to help them access new talent from you know, software development talent for the growth of their organisation. So they've gone from literally zero employees in Glasgow to around 70. And that partnership is now extending where their team are now coming into helping um, kind of students um, understand the opportunities for new um, career opportunities within the digital technology sector. Our final key ingredient is certainly not the least. Leadership rounds out our innovation ecosystem shopping list. It's a component that's a cornerstone of the district and it's also supported and mirrored within the city. The Chamber's been involved in the Glasgow Economic Leadership Board since its outset and indeed was instrumental in the creation of it with Professor Sir Jim Macdonald, Principal of the University of Strathclyde. And from that relationship, the Chamber's always been fundamentally engaged in the vision to have innovation districts within the city. And uh, we are now in that position that we've got three innovation districts in the city. The Chamber's involved in the board of the Glasgow City Innovation District, and we also work with the team at an operational level. But it's all part of the Team Glasgow approach, and the innovation districts are a key part of the strategy and the economic strategy for the city. And the Chamber's a, a key leader in that space, working with the other partners in the city. With leadership and collaboration, an accessible and adaptable environment within the district, and of course the investment and talent we've heard all about, 
there's measurable benefit. There are more than 1,600 firms at the district across a wide array of sectors, including health, as we've heard about, but also space and fintech, public sector offices and creative industry enterprises, also hotels and retail outlets. And when it comes to co-working spaces, Alistair says they're now looking at increasing capacity. Again, an indicator of the success is that all the kind of main co-working spaces within the district are all full. In some ways, that that actually creates a, a problem or an opportunity. Um, for us, we look at it as an opportunity whereby we're actively working on with various property um, developers in order to bring on more uh, more property and office space on stream to help support and those businesses who are seeking to kind of locate in the district itself. One of the things which we're also involved is we're looking to, to benchmark the district against others, creating a platform which will allow us to capture all the kind of the main digital technology creative and, and innovation um, businesses, both within the district and in the city, to, um, to help them track their, kind of their growth. One other indicator of that positive success that we've been able to achieve, the University of Strathclyde is the number two university, is the second top university in Scotland that produces the most amount of um, spin-outs from, from its organisation. If you combine that and also the number from that number of spin-outs from Glasgow University, Glasgow City is the leading um, city um, for um, spin-outs um, within Scotland. And there's more proof that the innovation ecosystem is making an impact at Glasgow City Innovation District. One of our guests has a personal story of entrepreneurship, where the district and the Digital Health and Care Innovation Centre help them go from concept to product. I'm an entrepreneur, I'm also a type 1 diabetic, so I developed the Ganesha Gear Diabetic Bag of Life, which was purpose was really to empower people living with diabetes and give them the confidence to take charge of their lives, take control of their diabetes and take action and lead a healthy lifestyle. That's the way I've lived my life for 30 years. Um, it's been a great way to manage my diabetes. I was at University of Strathclyde as a student a long time ago. I got a marketing degree there and, and using those expertise, I undertook a lot of market research. I spoke to an awful lot of people within the diabetic community and did a lot of research when I was designing and developing our products. Um, and then working with manufacturers to produce them. So I've learned a lot over the years. I've had the opportunity to work with Scottish Enterprise and Business Gateway and other organisations. It's been very challenging. It's been very rewarding at the same time. And from a personal perspective, it's fantastic to see a product created by myself, a type 1 diabetic, being used by our diabetic community and now being sold online by organisations like Diabetes UK because I've seen the value that it adds to our community. So... It's been an interesting ride. It's no day again is the same and it's, it creates a lot of opportunity for me that I can I can relate to a lot of the businesses we work with within the sector of digital health and care. And Grant has more than personal stories of achievement, namely a successful and innovative project called ScottCap. Using video capture technology, the project was able to help patients who required colonoscopy procedures but faced long journeys to get them. So this started off several years ago as a pilot project and following the success of that has now been scaled across Scotland. We're now looking to export the solution to England and Wales and it's to help reduce patient waiting times post-COVID. So it's proven really, really successful. 
the technical innovation itself, the capsule, the video pill that people swallow, that's been in existence for the last 10 to 12 years in Scandinavia. So that wasn't the great technology innovation we were looking for. But what we did was the service and the business innovation around it. So the service innovation, how it could integrate into NHS systems and how, how the service works and the business innovation being how the product and solution could be procured. The projects involved bringing the expertise over from Scandinavia. So we had an international company relocate into the Highlands. They created offices, they've created work, they've created economic revenue into the into that sector. They've now opened another office, I think, in Glasgow, which has proven success. And we now have a solution that can be it has been adopted, has been scaled, and is now ready for export to other international markets that we'd find benefit from it. So we've had a great success with that project. It's now been handed over to the Centre for Sustainable Delivery in Scotland. When it comes to sustainable delivery, Alison also has success stories from the region. She's working to help companies to adapt to new business models that tackle climate change, reduce waste, save money and to develop new markets, as we heard at the very start of this episode. And having worked on a new short film recently, she has some great examples of work within the dawning circular economy. So we have a 200-year-old business, the Scottish Leather Group, showing how they're nearly 100% circular. We have Dear Green Coffee, who, who, who are members of the Glasgow City Innovation District, showing how, she, how she's developed the business and uses satellite technology to choose the coffee that they use through Dear Green Coffee, for example. And then we've got a spin-out example, which comes from the University of Strathclyde called Quantec, where scientists looked at uh, longestine shells and they discovered that they could use a, a component part of longestine shells as a waste product to turn it into what is biodegradable plastics, which can utterly revolutionise the food packaging industry, which, as we all know, is a massive concern. But that coming from Glasgow could revolutionise the world's food sector. So these are the kind of things that are going on. And these businesses are saying to us that with the storytelling power that we've been able to bring through the work we've done, that's really helped them. It got them audiences at COP26. It's allowed them to sell their story with greater leverage. It's allowed us to show a collective message from Glasgow to say, here is what is going on in Glasgow. And as a result of that, you get interest from other cities as they're starting to take their journey forward. So we've recently been working with Milan and Prague, just to name two examples. So that's just one example. But those are two that are actually directly connected with the Innovation District. Creating a world-leading location for innovation has always been a goal for the district. Working with partners, even cities around the world, that goal has now produced opportunity. And with new goals and global challenges on the horizon, Alistair is excited to think about objectives that are out of this world. I would say that one of the things that excites me is the space sector. The developments that are taking place there are very exciting and we're going to be seeing first rockets being launched from, from Scotland. The, as I say, the energy transition is a big, big opportunity and the amount of investment that is required to, to, you know, to deliver upon that is, is going to attract in a lot of international investors. And from where, you know, from Glasgow, the fact it's had um, COP26, that energy transition is now starting to stimulate a lot of new businesses, the creation of new businesses, and also you know, new investment. That's quite exciting. Um, and definitely looking forward to you know the, the district playing its own role 
within um, Scotland's energy transition agenda. Grant is also excited about transitions in the health sector. Opportunities for digital health have expanded after care providers reached for online solutions during the pandemic. Telehealth and telemedicine both offer arenas for innovation thanks to improvements in smart devices and the growth of wearables. And like all of our guests and the district's residents, Grant's also excited about an innovation ecosystem that's future ready. From a personal perspective, um, no day is the same in digital health and care. There's always going to be a, a health challenge that comes up. And I think that's what makes it exciting is, is seeing what these challenges are that are, we're facing and how could we collaborate to co-design a solution to that. We won't always be able to do it. And in some instances, the challenge that we face, a digital solution is not, the, is not necessarily the solution, but we'll find another solution that fixes it before it gets to that stage. That's where the co-design comes in. From a DHI perspective, we are planning on our next phase of development. There'll be a lot more opportunities by increasing our international reach. We want to bring more inward investment into Scotland. We want to help grow the Glasgow City Innovation District and bring more organisations in there that we can work with to develop digital health and care solutions. And that will, in turn, create more export opportunities for Scotland. Next time on Door to the District, we explore the frontiers of the emerging and transformational domain of quantum technologies. Well, quantum physics is really about understanding nature at the scale of the atom. This is really one of the most revolutionising changes in our understanding of physics in the 20th century. So if you can control the spin state of it, one individual atom, then that's very sensitive to any change in magnetic fields. And then we can detect really incredibly small magnetic field. So small you can detect the magnetic field generated by human heart or by a thought. Probably the most exciting prospect in quantum technologies is quantum computing. It's not just a little bit faster, it is an absolute shift in capability. I think we're at a real frontier stage of beginning to explore what's what's really possible. That's it for this episode. Thank you to our guests Alison McRae, Grant Riley and Alistair Gunn. And thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe if you want to know more and head to glasgowcityinnovationdistrict.com if you would like to discover your door to the district. We'll see you next time.